is season seven, episode five of the Whales Are Whales podcast, wherein members, friends, and family gather around once a month to talk about things. I am your host for the first time in a very, very long time. Well, that's not true, actually, because I did that Here's of the Storm episode with Brian a couple of months ago, but I think it's been a long time since I've hosted the ma- a main episode of the of the podcast. So um, I'm your host this time around, Cameron, and the reason I'm the host this time around is because that I am the only one here today. Yes, I am doing a solo podcast by myself. No one is here to help me. Isn't that right, Zach? Ha, just kidding, Zach's not here. Isn't that right, Brian? Yeah, that's right. He's not here either, and I'm um, gonna struggle a little bit with this. But we're gonna make it through at least 30 minutes, probably. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But but yeah, I'm the only one here right now, um, and that's because life has been pretty crazy for a lot of our uh, podcast members recently. Um, Steven's working like six jobs. Um, so is Ben, funnily enough, and also Ben is going through like a like a like a training boot camp or something. I'm not sure what. Um, Brian is also working a bunch, and, uh, and I guess I'm not, is what the reason I'm here. That's not entirely true, actually. I worked a lot this past weekend. Uh, I'm basically always on call with my job, so it's like, hey, everything's broken, come fix it. It's, it's 2 a.m. on Saturday, doesn't matter, come fix it. So, I work at weird hours, so I always typically have this kind of time, this nebulous time where it's like, yeah, I'll hang out, and then I have to go do something, because something broke somewhere on campus, right? So... Um, so yeah, I'm the only one who's been able to make it today. Um, we might try later this month, of uh, the month of May, to record another episode, like a full episode with actual members and everything, but, uh, no guarantees that we don't have an episode with a bunch of people until, uh, until June. Ben, Ben cracks me up because Ben is like, I work from noon to midnight and then I go to school from midnight to 8 a.m. and then I sleep for an hour and then I take care of my son for the rest of the day and I'm like... And then he's like, and then if if it just so happens that the podcast, excuse me, the podcast fits into that schedule, then yeah, sure, I'll show up. I'm like, Ben, <laughs> don't come to the podcast. Spend your time sleeping. You need more sleep, man. You're doing so, so, so much. Um, so I can totally understand Ben not being here. Um, Stephen and Brian, they have no excuse. Though. They're just they're just lazy workers. Geez, working so hard, working five jobs, ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna kind of ramble for a bit and talk about some stuff that I've been doing, um, video game wise, uh, working out wise, um, and that's really it. So let's just, just jump right in. And I almost literally, I listened to the podcast called Into the Nexus where they have bumper music for like, we're going to the strategy section. And I almost just was like, choose a talent, choose a talent, ha, talent. That seems generous when they go to the strategy section of all the characters. Nobody knows that reference except for Brian. Anyways, let's talk about working out. Um, and wow, I just realized that when you do a solo cast, you really have to just always keep on talking. Like, always. Like, I guess I can make dramatic pauses once in a while, but really, I was just thinking to myself, man, you're talking too much, Cameron. And I'm like, oh yeah, idiot. You're the only one who's talking because it's a podcast with just you. Um, do solo podcasts exist? I don't think I've ever listened to a solo podcast before. Maybe I'm crazy and I have, but it's almost always at least two people. I guess there's solo Let's Players. There's lots of, like, Markiplier is a solo Let's Player. Dex, guy. there's solo Let's Players. But I don't... I can't... Unless it's, like, a story-based podcast, right? Like, someone's telling a story or a news article or... There's never just, like, a... At least from what I've 
can think of. I can't think of a single just chatting solo podcast. Twitch streamers, I guess, are that, that way too, you know? But again, with a podcast, you kind of are always going. With a, with a stream, you can kind of like, you know, read your chat and, and just chill for a bit. You don't have to always be talking and talking and talking. Anyways, okay, working out. Here we go. So I have still been working out, doing a lot of exercising, uh, mostly running. Um, I decided that I don't I don't really like lifting weights. Um, I would love to swim, but there's no pool around, so I've just mostly been running and walking. A um, couple of milestones I hit uh, recently: um, the uh, the Apple Watch can track your VO2 max, which is the amount of air that your body is able to process. I believe is how they phrase that. Um, I started off very low, like way below average, um, which makes sense because I was severely uh, out of shape. And over the past, you know, four months, well, three months, I guess, three and a half since the end of January where I've been working out, I have been able to raise my VO max, VO2 max to average, which is amazing. I'm actually, actually incredibly pleased with that. Um, I went from 33.6 average which is very low like that's really bad up to 38 which is the you know the lowest end of average but it's it's still back into the out of the red it literally is out of the red below 38 is red on this graph that they use for apple watches um and so i'm really proud of that and the analogy that i've been kind of forming in my head as i've been slowly working out more and more is that my body is kind of like an old rusty car that has been buried under six feet of mud um and that i've been you know because you know it's like and the goal is to dig it out and restore it right to its proper it's it's brand new state and so it's like where do you even start with a car that's six feet under the mud well you start with digging up the mud you know and i feel like this past couple of weeks I've hit the milestone of, oh my God, I see the car. I see the car under the mud finally after so long. There it is. And then it's like, oh, geez, there's still so much work to do because now you gotta, how do you get, how do you get it out of the hole? Once it's out of the hole, it's filled with mud. You gotta clean the, clean the windows and the door panels and replace, you know, the, the leather seats and things like that. And then it's like, does it even run? And it's like, there's so many more steps to full healthiness, but in this analogy, I finally, I finally was, you know, a shovel and I heard clunk, and I hit the car and I'm like, it's amazing. And, um, so yeah, that's the analogy that's been kind of forming in my head. And, and the reason that I started to feel this, um, was because I finally am able to run a consistent mile. I can start a mile and I can run the entire mile without stopping once. Uh, and my mile time, I believe it's eight minutes and 36 seconds. Currently I've, I, it was like 10 and I slowly knocked it down over the, over the month since I've talked about this last. And now, uh, my one mile is at eight thirty six, and it's, it's to the point now where my, my, my breathing is not a problem so much. I mean, I'm still like breathing hard afterwards, but it's mostly my legs are too sore. I can't really go on because my legs are like super sore. So I've been incorporating a lot more stretching into my uh, regimen of working out and stretching before stretching after and then stretching right when i wake up and right when i go to bed at night so like four good stretching sessions a day i think is really going to help that um and then the other day i was because what i'm doing is i'm doing like a, a mile or two walk outside during the afternoon during a lunch break kind of thing and then uh usually in the evening i'll go outside and do a mile around the track and then in the late night when i'm bored i might just want to go do another mile in the gym um, cause I live on a campus that has, I have, and I have access to the gym at any time. So it's like midnight or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to go run a mile. So I go to the gym and run a mile. Um, 
So the other day, <clears throat> I am running the mile in the gym late at night, and I finish the mile. My my watch buzzes, and the mile is over. And I'm like, I think I can keep on going. I think I actually can keep on going without stopping. So I just I can't, I, I I ran another quarter mile, and I was like, I think I can go. I think I can go longer. And then I ran half a mile, and and I was like, okay, so I'm at a mile and a half now. I'm tired. I'm, my legs hurt, and I really am tired. But to stop at this point seems silly. So I'm just gonna push to two miles. And I ran a, a two mile for the first time since high school. Um, no, no walking. Didn't stop. It was an 18 or hold on, I wrote it down. It was an 18:29 two mile, which is about the uh, same time as my middle school mile times because I used to do cross country in middle school and high school. Um, cause in middle school you run two miles and then in high school you run three and a half, three and a quarter, roughly a little over three. Um, so yeah, my best time in middle school for the two mile was like 1750 or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, and so, yeah, I, and now for some reason I'm not able to do that very often. I, I usually when I'm finished with a mile, I'm like, okay, I gotta stop. My legs hurt my breath. I'm out of breath, but there's been a, just that one time so far, um, where I was like, no, I can keep on going. I can keep on going. Um, and I'm really happy about that. And I, I think the reason that I was able to do that was because the day before I did no exercising. Um, so that's, that's, that brings up an interesting point about what I'm going to be tackling next, which is moderation. Because what I've been doing since I started in January was just going and growing every single day, running something or walking something. Um, but I'm, my legs are so sore all the time. And I don't feel like people who are in shape have sore legs all the time. And so I'm, I'm a little worried that I'm overworking my legs. Um, and that usually people, I think that people typically like do weightlifting one day and then cardio the next day in your legs to give your legs a chance to, to, to rest. Um, but I'm not really going to do weightlifting cause I don't, <laughs> cause I don't want to really. Um, so instead I'm probably just going to start taking a, an entire day once a week of nothing, of no workouts, um, probably a weekend just so I can relax on the weekend, like a Saturday or Sunday or something. Um, and then seeing if that helps like on Monday when I come back from the break, um, seeing if that ended up helping with my mile time, like did my legs get tired sooner, uh, things like that. And then also I think I'm going to probably try to stop because usually what I would do is I would walk a mile and then run. And I feel like that's probably using a lot of energy on the, on the walk that I should have been using on the run. So I'm probably going to start to, as my first exercise of the day, run and then walk later in the evening or whatever, just as a cool down um, so hopefully I use my, cause I want to use my energy to improve my mile time and get, you know, go, maybe go two miles or eventually three, you know, um, cause my goal is eventually to get back to my high school level. So yeah, a couple of little changes I'm going to make with my exercise regimen. Um, but I'm, I'm really, I'm really pleased with how things have been going so far. Honestly, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, there was a point in like the end of, um, March, early April where I was like, there's no improvement happening here. There's just none. And I just, I'm going to stop. I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. And this is terrible. And, and then I finally started to see the light at the end of the tunnel, or, you know, I finally hit the truck under six feet of mud. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you. Finally. Oh geez, here we go. Um, and now I, 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 I'm to the point now where I basically, I run when I'm bored too. I exercise when I'm bored. It's like, it's eight o'clock at night or whatever. 
and I don't really feel like playing a video game and I've watched all of YouTube and I'm like, I guess I'm just going to go for a walk or a run. You know, why not? It's not like it's hurting me. It's not like it's like, I'm going to eat a bowl of ice cream. It's like, you probably shouldn't do that. You know, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. You know, it's like, you shouldn't do that just because you're bored, but it's like, I'm going to go outside and run. Oh, well, sure. Do that. You know, that's, that's something you can totally do as long as you're not overworking yourself to the point where, you know, you're destroying your body because you're working too hard. But honestly, I'm too lazy to do that. Um, so I can successfully say this has become a habit, the exercising, which is really good. Um, eventually I will probably start to incorporate weightlifting and things besides running and cardio. Um, but for that's, that's in the way long off. Honestly, I really just want to focus on my mile time, my two mile time, get my endurance up, be able to run a good seven ish minute mile. Oh, that would be so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. That would be so cool to run a seven minute mile, but the amount of improvement, from when I was in back in the beginning of January, when I tried to run a single lap around our track and I was just like dying and coughing and sputtering. And now I can run a full mile around our track and, and, you know, just be like, oh, 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 I'm good. I'm good. You know, afterwards. And it's, it's just really cool to see. I'm just really, really happy with myself. And I've been making all my friends go do this as well. Um, every time, um, every time I finish a mile, I'm like, finish the mile, finish the mile. And they're like, Oh, fine. I'll go run a mile. Jeesh. Um, and it's fun to com- compete with some friends on using the Apple watch and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an experience and I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, and now I'm going to take a quick break to drink some water and to rest my voice for 30 seconds. And I will not be cutting this out. So please enjoy literal silence for 30 seconds as I rest my voice. All right. So next topic, video games, because there's a lot to talk about with video games right now, dude. Um, because a lot of stuff is coming out right now. Funnily enough, um, it all started with Monster Hunter back whenever that was. Time has no meaning, so probably between March and April. Um, played that a bunch, like twenty hours. Had fun. Just played with with uh, Brian and Steven. I'm sorry, Brian and Zach, and I had a good time. But the game is just not for me. And um, and then a near a near replicate came out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, gotta play that. Gotta play near." Um, so I picked that up, and I've been playing that. And then it was like, "Hey, next up is uh, Pokemon Snap. That's coming out." And I'm like, "Oh shoot! Well, I really can't buy Pokemon Snap because I'm still playing through near, and I haven't been playing. I have I've been neglecting near. I need to pick that back up. I've got like 12 hours into it or something, but I need to pick it back up." Uh, and then I realized, "Oh my gosh, the week after Pokemon Snap is Resident Evil 8." which comes out this weekend. And I'm like, oh no, that's a day one purchase for me. And then I had the realization that a week from today, which it's Tuesday, the fourth a week from that is the new destiny season. That's day two season. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? There's too much to play. So what I did was I sold monster hunter world and I picked up Pokemon snap and I'm just kind of playing that very casually. Just have my switch by my bed, pull it out whenever I'm, super bored and i'm already i've already gone running or whatever oh excuse me and uh and that's been a lot of fun 
and then I'm still plucking at near uh, in the evenings, playing a little bit. Like that's the sit down and really sink my teeth into a game. Game. Uh, and then Resident Evil 8 comes out this weekend, but this is also Mother's Day weekend. And so I'm going to be able to play that for one day, and then I'm going out to the beach with my parents for the whole weekend. And I guess I could use my phone to stream my, my Xbox, but that's not how I want to experience Resident Evil 8. I guess I could bring my Xbox with me, but that seems... It's Mother's Day. I shouldn't do that. Um, and then immediately after that is Destiny Season. So I'm going to have to make a lot of time for some games. What I need to do, honestly, what I need to do is finish near this week to get that off the list and then I can still casually play Pokemon and then I can play the crap out of Resident Evil 8 the, for the Friday it comes out and then Monday the next week and then Tuesday is the Destiny season so I will drop Resident Evil 8 like it's hot maybe I can finish RE8 but I don't want to rush through it uh, and then it's Destiny season but luckily with Destiny it's not like a game you play hard and you're you know you can just play forever it's for me anyways it's, it's a game that I play hard for a day a week and then maybe I'll I'll pick it up a couple of times throughout the week just for play for an hour or two. But like it's a it's a once a day, no, how do I describe it? It's a once a one day a week game where you play hard four hours, you know, five hours, and then you're done for the for the week. At least for me, that's the way I play it. Um, you you can turn it into a full time game, um, but for me, I I typically for the first couple of weeks of a new season i go hard on a day and then i casually play it for the rest of the week until the until the season i'm sorry until the weekly reset um but yeah let's talk about near right so automata near automata um i thought was a fantastic game it had one of the coolest stories um in a video like the the not i wouldn't say the story was amazing the story was great but the way the story was told was was what made it really special i think and it, it was told in a way that only video games can tell a story which is interactive um, no movie, TV show, book could have done what Nier Automata did in terms of its story. It was very unique in that sense, and I loved it. And, of course, the game itself is great. Um, Yoko Taro um, is a weird guy who does really cool, interesting things. Um, he's got a mind unlike any other developer, really. Um, he tries new things. He tries experimental things that people don't really get sometimes, and sometimes they don't even work, you know? Sometimes they're a bad choice. But I get what he's going for. He 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 does. He's going for new things. Um, so the chance to play his his previous near game, his first near game. It's not his first game, but his first near game. And yes, Zach, I get it. Dragon Guard Three or whatever is technically a near game. The first game named Near. Um, I, I really I I had played a bunch of it on the PS3 emulator. Um, maybe two years back, I played like I don't know six hours of of near. Um, and. I enjoyed it, but it was a really janky game. Um, it had a lot of really cool ideas, but it didn't execute any of them super well. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to be harsh and be realistic here. The game presented amazing ideas, but failed to meet any of them, really. Um, nah, not even them. Most of them. So the chance to replay this game, possibly remastered slash remade slash reworked or whatever, I was like, yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. Let's go for it. Um, it did not remake as much as I was hoping. Um, the game was still very jank. Um, they didn't, but I get it. Like, you know, that's actually interesting. It's not, it's not janky anymore. It's just, now it's just kind of badly designed because they were able to remove a lot of the jank. Um, but what's left there is still interesting ideas, not, not done correctly. Right? Like, um, Zach asked me, what do you think of the idea of, this being an open world game, kind of like Zelda, you know, where it's like you can go to dungeons and you have side quests and you have weapons, etc. And I'm like, I, in theory, it's really cool, 
but I don't think they pull it off, right? I think there's so many interesting and cool ideas like the Resident Evil, uh, original Resident Evil camera angles that they imitate or the Diablo clone section or all the shooters. It's, it's like a bullet hell almost in some situations. Like all of this is so interesting and cool, but the underlying gameplay isn't super great. It's not fun to fight things in this game, really. The abilities feel kind of just stiff and unimpactful, and your sword is just smash the button until the thing is dead and dodge at the right time. There's not a whole lot of variety in combat, and I will be honest, I don't really think Automata did a very good job with this either. The combat Automata is very just like smack it until it's dead. Um, so maybe I'm not playing it right, but that doesn't make sense because I'm playing it in the most optimal way, which I know optimization ruins games, but I don't know. It I don't feel like Nier has a very good underlying basis. It's built on this idea of amazing concepts that does not, whether for budget or talent reasons, and I don't think it was talent. I think it was budget. Um, it just doesn't live up to its expectations. So all that to be said, am I enjoying it? Yes, I am, and I will finish it. Um, because I appreciate the story that doesn't, you know, and anything I said doesn't even start with the story beats. The story is amazing. Um, as usual, it's, it's a very interesting and cool story with lots of like, um, it's like kingdom hearts, except not crap. That's a really good way to put it actually, because when you, when you look at kingdom hearts from a thousand yards and you look at the paper and you're like, Oh, the paper of the story. And you're like, Oh yeah, no kingdom hearts is a cool story. And then you get close to it and you're like, Oh, Oh no, this is stupid and convoluted. Near is Kingdom Hearts, except it's told in a way that makes sense and it's cool and it doesn't. It, it it knows it's being silly when it's being silly sometimes, but it also knows when it's when to be serious. So the story is really good, and that's why I will finish it is because I am really enjoying the story. I probably need to replay Automata because I'm missing a lot of story beats in my mind from that. Um, because because Automata is a sequel to the original Near. Um, so yeah, I will finish it. I am enjoying myself. I think the game deserves its sixes and sevens, honestly. Even the remaster version, I think, is overscored. It's super ambitious and doesn't live up to it. And again, I'm not hating on it. It was a low-budget game then. It was a low-budget remaster now. Um, whatever Yoko Taro does next is going to be awesome because I, I'm assuming Square Enix is going to give the man a budget this time. Zach said that Automata wasn't high-budget, and I was like, I I think that's probably a triple a game but i don't know the specifics about triple a um stuff or double a stuff but it felt it definitely was a higher budget than the original near um so i'm excited to see what he does next honestly it's going to be really interesting um but that's my piece about the original near um and now i'm going to rest my voice once again for another 30 seconds um so please enjoy this literal 30 seconds of uh, absolutely nothing once again here you go and now All right, the next topic is Pokemon Snap, right? Because I, I, I wasn't going to buy it, and then I realized that I didn't want to play Monster Hunter World, so I just sold it and got Pokemon Snap with it, with the money I got from selling it. Um, I'm a huge fan of the original Pokemon Snap. I thought it was a lot of fun. 
It was definitely flawed. It's way too short, uh, way too linear. Um, and that's really the only two complaints I have about it, honestly. But they're they're big complaints. Don't get me wrong. But they are they are only two of them, really. Um, and so the new Pokemon Snap, I think, immediately fixes the problem of being too short. It's a very, very big game. Um, and I'm, I've been playing for, I don't know, I don't I still don't know, five hours, four hours, and I've only unlocked the second area, because each area now has two paths, uh, dark, well, three, I think, dark, day, night, and, like, Lumia, which only has one Pokemon. I'm not sure exactly how that works yet, so, in general, day and nights, And then each day cycle and night cycle have levels where the pokemon act differently per level and you, you get you get their star ratings and you get there by leveling up in one world so you might play level one day on this level and once you beat it enough you go to level two day on this level and there'll be just a little variance difference the pokemon may act differently the pokemon may be different positions etc etc um and so it's pretty cool. It's way longer. It's way longer. Um, it's missing a little bit of the charm. I gotta admit, it's missing a little bit of the novelty. Even like the sound effects. And this is nostalgia speaking, of course. But I miss some of the sound effects that happen when you're getting your pictures rated. Um, little frustrations like, and this was in the original game, so I get why it's in this one. But little frustrations like, I took two photos of Sandshrew, um, in different poses. I want to keep them both and have them both rank because nowadays what they do in this game is that instead of one picture of a Pokemon being your best, there's one, two, three, and four star photos of each Pokemon. And it depends on the pose they're in. So a one star Sandshrew could be just a photo of him doing nothing. A two star might be him eating a, uh, eating a berry. A three star might be him digging and a four star might be him evolving, you know? So if I get a picture of him eating and digging, a two-star and a three-star, I can only save one of the photos. I can't submit both of them. One's a two-star photo and one's a three-star. Like, that 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 little tiny thing is just like, what? what's going What's going on with this? Um, but overall, I am enjoying myself. I think it, it it lost a little bit of its charm, but it made up for it in, in, in longevity and an amount of content. Um, I don't even know how many Pokemon are in it, honestly, like, in terms of total amount you can see and, and take pictures of. Uh, I'm assuming there's... And well, I, I shouldn't assume because the new Pokemon games only have like three Pokemon total. Um, <laughs> so it might not be, might be a hundred, might be like 200. I'm, I'm just really not sure, but I'm enjoying myself. And it's fun to just pick up and take a f couple of photos and put back down. Um, I've gotten some pretty funny photos. I can put them in the show notes. I probably won't, but I could, but I probably won't. Um, and yeah, and then, and then next up is Resident Evil 8. Um, which is, I played the demo, and I'm actually a little skeptical. The castle looks really cool, um, and I'm excited to explore. I didn't like the gunplay. The guns felt incredibly weak and un unimpactful against the monsters, because they're not zombies again. At least they're not slime creatures, but they're like werewolves or something. Um, and I'm a little worried about the gun combat, but the exploration looks rad, and the, the enemy designs for the daughters and the, and the, and the mother look very cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm weirdly not like super hype about it because I, the, the, the demo didn't like set the world on fire for me, but I'm still excited because Resident Evil is one of my favorite, um, series of all time. So regardless of how I felt with the demo, I'm still pretty hype. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it with Brian or, or Steven or Zach when I talk to them next on the next episode of the podcast or whatever. Um, and then destiny season. Yeah. Destiny's destiny's interesting because it's been very good. Um, the last two seasons have been rad. 
Um, you're you're going to get people complaining about transmog. I couldn't care less. Get over it, people. It's like, who cares? You're not using more than one armor set per season anyways. Like, one or two, maybe, you know? Only the diehard, tryhards are going to really care about this. I think everyone's getting their panties in a bunch for no reason. Um, but in general, Destiny's been doing very well. And I'm excited to see where the next season's going to go. The story beats look really cool. Um, and the the secret mission in the last season was one of the best pieces of content they've ever included in the game in a game in, in destiny ever like the glycon was freaking fantastic um so if they can even sort of match that next season with with the mission which they are getting a mission like the glycon and like the hawk hawk moon mission so that's cool if they can even slightly match that i'll be pretty happy um, and so yeah, that's it's gonna be a busy couple of couple of weeks here because, like I said, I'm not gonna even be able to play games over this weekend because I'm gonna be out of town. So um, it's gonna be a lot of video games in the evening after work. Um, but I'm excited about it. And then it's a pretty long spell of nothing for a bit, unless I'm missing something because Deathloop got delayed. I don't know. I think there's something in June that I want. I can't remember, but. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. We're at the 29-minute mark, and um, I've successfully managed to speak for almost 30 minutes straight with two 30-second um, unedited. I'm not removing those. That's just a dead air of 30 seconds. No music even. I'm not even going to edit anything in it. You just have to suffer with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I've successfully filled 30 minutes of, of time, and uh, Steven, you're the one who encouraged me to do this. So I hope you enjoyed this absolutely random, nonsensical spewing of words for, th for 30 minutes as I continue to speak and, uh, and say nothing really in particular because I'm just trying to get to the exact 30 minute mark. Although I guess with the bumper music, it'll already be 30, but you know, I really want to be actual 30 minutes of speaking. Anyways, thank me for being here. Yes, thank you, Cameron. You're welcome. Um, thank nobody else because I'm the only one here this, this month. Um, but like I said, I'm hoping that I can get an episode with with some of the more some more of the members up before the end of um, end of May. Uh, but I'll let you guys know, of course. Um, anyways, yeah, I hope you all have an awesome day, an awesome week, an awesome month. Thank you for listening to this rambling, and I will see you next time.